Episode 5 of Sullying the Lad with me, Dom Lad from Dom Lad Personal Training and Chris O'Sullivan from Grizzlies in Horsham. Today we'll be discussing business and how to set medium, long-term and short-term goals as well as how to grow in a very difficult time. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Episode 5 of Sullying the Lad, Mr O'Sullivan. <laughs> well, don't try, don't try not to sound too enthusiastic. <laughs> Woo! Sound like you've lost the will to live. I'm buzzing for this. Just go. You're buzzing. So today I'd like to talk about goals and intentions. Uh, and I thought we could start off by talking firstly through business goals and intentions. And I'm going to ask you a few questions about that. So I wanted to ask you... I've I've just started my business. I'm I'm new. I'm just starting to pull things together. Things are starting to move in the right direction for me. Yeah. What would be your top tips for me to set for myself as a business goal in the next three to six months? So I think if you've done a business plan or maybe you haven't even written something down, but you have a big picture, um, basically where you you want your business to be where you want it to get it to and then work backwards um that is how i kind of approach most most things but in the short term you might want to set a few targets like your um social media for instance um your marketing like how how much you want that to grow by in terms of the amount of followers maybe um maybe your average likes to go up for social media um, but also for your particular job, Dom, you'd probably be looking at um, retention of clients and also um, new clients. So obviously any type of new business is going to help your business grow, which is um, the biggest thing you need to achieve, especially in those early days. Um, so my targets would be if I if it, if it was my business and it, previously from working on my business, is new clients need to have a strategic plan of how you're going to achieve new clients what's working what isn't um so advertising marketing but growth and and be be realistic with your target so if you're looking at three months um you want to receive this amount of new clients and then six months again you might want to you might want to double it but realistically you might want to get an extra 50 percent an extra 25 percent um don't be too unrealistic with it um but i would say new clients is is massive um as a target let me turn my phone off this isn't going very well um and but also retention of clients because if you're getting loads of them in and then loads of them aren't sticking around that's no good either so my, my first thing would be growth business growth and for that you need you need new clients yeah so what would be a good what would be your good tip for trying to get new clients because at the moment I'm seeing lots of things about social media is is the cornerstone of all businesses especially at the moment but I've also heard lots of things about 
paid promotions being a waste of money, Google ads being a waste of money, um, all those kind of things. So what would be a good strategy for getting new clients if you're not going to use those avenues for sort of traditional advertising methods? Sure. So um, I don't believe it's a waste of money. You can you can track it. That's that's the thing. You're actually about to see what's successful and what's not. It takes time to execute it properly, especially with Google Ads, to see what work works in terms of what people are searching for words and stuff. Um, so I, would, I wouldn't say it's a waste of money, but it takes time and it does take some money to be able to get there. Um, but the biggest thing, that's been around for a long time. So Google Ads and Facebook has been around for a long time. When something's been around for that amount of time, um, it's, it's harder to use because it's overpopulated. What you need to be looking for is the next big thing. Something like we're doing now, Dom, like is is a step forward in that direction. It's something that people are paying a lot more attention to podcasts, yeah. um, but other platforms that are just about to take off because you, you can apply it to all of the ones like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram um, and you can spend money on Facebook ads and Google ads. But realistically, um, you want to organically grow and, and rapidly then you need to be using stuff like TikTok and um, whatever else is up and coming. The next, the next Club, big thing. Clubhouse. Yeah. Clubhouse is the new one, um, which is for business owners and entrepreneurs is the idea, but it's, it's like mini podcasts on there, isn't it? And it's, it's by invitation only. You can't just join it. Someone has to invite you to join. And when you join, I've been invited to join by a friend, Kirsty. Um, sorry, Christy, get her name right. <laughs> but and then you can invite a couple of other people, and it's just a it's kind of I don't know if they're trying to make it more exclusive. But I guess it's um, where your clients are going to be as well. It can help your knowledge grow, but realistically, that's not you're not going to gain clients from it. Um, I would say TikTok. I, I would say the way you're set up um, and the amount of detail you put into your Instagram, the amount of growth you get back from that is minimal and it's because it's controlled it's very very hard to organically grow and something that's a lot newer lets you organically grow because it wants to be big and by the time it's controlled if you, you, you you're done and instagram won't be used and everyone will be on tiktok but that's it you can't organically grow because it's controlled now and they want to make money and it's full of ads so you have to move quick and when people tell you to do it and you don't and you just sit on it like i have now it's tougher. Um, and the other thing is, is voice. Like I, I feel over the next couple of years, especially with all these lockdowns that have happened, um, Google Home and um, Alexa and stuff like that is going to be the place where people start looking. They're going to say, I need a PT in this area from home. Search it for me. Or they're going to be in a car and say say the same thing. They're going to be anywhere. I've heard people talking um, that will have st stuff built into clothes, just a little little microphone, just links to your phone, and you'll just talk. What? That's yeah. insane. That's proper yeah. insane. Just say, <laughs> I need I need a cab. Google, I need a cab. Don't even have to get your phone out. You've got a microphone. So it's it's been pictures, it's been videos, it's been images for a long time, and and we like that stimulation. Our brain works off of that. But for simplicity, it's going to go. It's going to go microphone. Um, it's going to go voice recognition. It's it's going to be. If, if, this is this is what I visualise anyway. That's what I think it's going to be. It's going to be, and 
you need to get your name out there and early because people are going to say, can I have a haircut in within five miles? Or they might say, can I get a haircut at Grizzlies? And that's why you want to build your brand. Because if I want to get some uh, a fizzy drink in the house, for instance, and say, Amazon, I want Coke. I'm not going to say Amazon, I would like Sainsbury's own brand, Coca-Cola. So that's why the brand's got to be built. But yeah, that's what I think, mate. So it's quite um, a far um, stretch, that one. But it's the next thing. And I think that's what we've got to work towards is, is what's next and how quickly can we get there to organically grow before it's overpopulated and controlled. That's a really good saying, isn't there? Top, top of mind, tip of tongue. So you need to be in people's thoughts straight away of, oh, I had a good experience with that person. You've got to build trust so people know who you are. And I think that's, that's something I'm finding with my Instagram and it is really hard to grow. I've been plugging away at it for ages and I'm only, I still haven't even got 200 followers yet, but it doesn't really, it's partly annoying and partly I'm not bothered because it's just another tool to revenue and people on there. It's really nice because I have the same people on there saying, liking, commenting and, and viewing my posts. And it's, I can almost, I know almost who they're going to be. And it's really nice that those people are engaged and sticking, coming back. Yeah. Um, which is what you need. And it's also nice. Uh, bar a couple here or there, I know all the people on there that are liking me. So it's not trying to build a, I'm not trying to pitch myself to strangers. It's already people that know me, which hopefully will help because at the end of the day, I'm personal training. It's personal to me. So yeah, um, trying to get that out there. But as you say, trying to grow it. A good, a good tip on Instagram would be um, to go on a fitness page and see who's liking it have a look at their profile does does that meet what your niche is and give them a follow hmm. yeah that's a good tip i was thinking that as well and also i was, I was kind of thinking about uh, it's I've, I've been looking around at other accounts and what they're doing and what i'm not doing um and i've kind of fallen into a trap of i'm putting a lot of information out there i'm doing daily tips questions little challenges exercise tips and i'm really concentrating on trying to help people which is good but i've suddenly realized my page is quite faceless i'm not on it enough so yeah. i'm not i'm not going to build a connection with people if i'm just keep putting pictures out all the time of hey this yeah. is how to do a good pull-up or whatever i'm doing so i need to put me on there more to make it more personal which i started yesterday which i'm going to try and do yeah we spoke about it previously and you are your brand that is you um so you do need do need to feature especially because you know it's just yourself um I saw an interesting poll the other day. There's a a guy called PTXL, a guy called Archie. Yeah. And he did a poll on that, and he asked the question, would you book a personal trainer without knowing or seeing them? Would you just, if you went on their page and it was just all really good infographics and really good information that was bang on point, are you more likely to go with them or someone where you've seen them, know them, and you've seen videos of them talking? And it was something like 77% said they would go with someone that they'd seen over someone that has really good knowledge and information. So people do want to have that connection with somebody. Yeah. And I think that's, it's really important. It's really, really important. Yeah. Which is what we're trying to get to now. So if I start and for business, people listening for business owners out there, I think another thing that I've, I've realized, especially in business and what you're talking about, the way voices are going, videos are going, people 
want a presence from somebody they want to see someone so the sooner you get confident speaking on camera or confident speaking like on here or any of those things if you can have that confidence in what you're doing that will come across to people and i think they'll find that useful as well yeah and just fucking do it if you're thinking about it just do it because it's going to build your confidence you can't you can't dilly dally on on this stuff just just get it out there and start doing it just got to get on with it and then anything you can do to try and make yourself stand out as a business because it, there are loads of barbers there are loads of personal trainers there's loads of child minders there's there's everything there's loads of electricians and all these things so how do you stand out and i think that's got to be from your brand as in you and what you're selling and what you're doing and you've got to build what is, what's that saying uh know like and trust they've got to know you like you and trust you and you're not going to appeal to everybody i mean I still get, I've still got my same follower who just comes on and goes no to everything I post. No, I even, I even put. Uh, I mean, it's just funny that people, but she, they're still engaged, so it's still valid. That's 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 the thing. People don't realise like they, they feel they're being mean and putting someone down, but actually you're you're giving that person more attention. Yeah, like it's brilliant. People, why is she saying that? I'm gonna have a look. And they're like, oh, I don't know why she said that. It's a ridiculous thing. He's a really nice guy. I, I think it's hilarious. I do. I think I find it highly amusing. Just that, and I think I, I was gonna, I was gonna put a reply like, I think you need to watch Yes Man because you just say no to literally everything that's on there. But it's just. It's a great film. But I think, so for, me, for anyone growing a business, obviously revenue, cash flow is the most important thing. Providing a service that people know, like, and trust, but off the back of that, you've got to pay your bills and you've got to eat. So, yes. I mean, I think that's the thing for me. I've been finding it a little bit, I feel like I'm plugging away, plugging away. But actually, when I take a step back, I've actually increased my client base by 50% this month. So that's good. So if I stay on that, it's not going to stay on that, but if I stayed on that graph exponentially, then I'll be fine. Two, three months time down the line. And I think, like you said, repeat business within business is really important. And I, I think a thing as well, which I've having experiences of all these big corporate companies, it's something I don't want to do is, and I have done it a couple of times. I'll admit that when you've got your existing clients, I still want them to feel special that's still the most important thing to me getting new clients in is but once you're in my bubble i want you to feel like you're the only person in my bubble and that you're really special and that i'm there for you and i'm in your corner and i genuinely want to help and a couple of times i've dropped the ball on a couple of people and that's part of my learning curve but i don't want people to feel like you know and it's like all these these big businesses the big media companies and insurances like once you're a customer, that's it. You're in, and they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you. Your price no. quite often goes up, but the level of service goes down. They trap you into these long contracts and then don't do anything for you. Whereas, I'm trying to be. I have. I have. All my packages have a three month minimum uh, contract with me, and that's for me to give them an opportunity, as much opportunity as I can, to help them. It's not oh, you've got to work with me for 90 days because I need three months of income. It's that That's the time it takes to see results, and it gives me a good time to impart as much knowledge as I can onto them so they know what they're doing. And in those three months, they should know enough, have seen enough change to then go off and implement everything on their own. If they want to stay with me, brilliant, and we can take it to the next level. There's always levels you can go up in your knowledge and application of knowledge. But 
trying to retain your, I see it as a team, trying to retain your team is vital, I think. And I mean, again, it's something, it's something that you do within your business is providing a good service consistently. Um, sometimes you're going to go a bit off, but if I came to you and I came to you twice and every time I walked off going, that was shit, I wouldn't come back to you. Um, I mean, obviously we've got to know each other and we're mates now, which is cool, but the top thing you've always done is you provide a good level of service. And I think that's really important in business to not take your eye off the ball. And like you do, you're continually developing yourself and your team and your training and knowledge and applying new things, new techniques. And I think that's the thing in business. People can learn enough to go get by and then go, right, that'll do. Now I need to sit and just pull the money in. No, keep developing. Once you reach a level, make that your base level and then push on from there and keep growing. That's, I think that's the thing. Yeah, you've touched on some really, you know, good subjects there. And just reverting back to the, you know, working on the clients that you already have. Yeah, you need to do that and get the new clients in. But yeah, never forget about the ones that um, started you off and that you've retained because um, you don't want anyone to get bored and then move because then what happens is you'll start growing again you'll get new clients coming in but then you'll see a drop off maybe after six months because you haven't given those new clients once they've become a little bit more regularly the attention that they got at the beginning um and talking about in insurance firms and banks and anyone like that they're awful for it you know for reeling you in and then just letting you die they don't care um and it's weird that because they They've never really learned. But I think, yeah, you're offering something really personable um, and really uh, customised for that for that person. We, we both do in that regard. So, yeah, I, th- I think goals-wise, mate, if you've increased by 50% this month, that's amazing. That's so good. It's such a pat on the back. And that's the kind of thing, because you've, um, you know, lived a bit of your business now and you, you can look at a bit of data that's really good for setting goals. So if you know you've increased maybe 25% the month before that and then 50% this month, then I don't see why you can't go 50% again. Um, and maybe for the average over the next three months, 50% could be your target. Get anywhere near that, mate. Like, you know, that's that's amazing growth. It's good growth. I mean, thank you. I mean, I think that's the thing uh for anyone listening who's in starting their own business or just started or thinking of starting i think that's it's a good thing to do is to it's i felt overwhelmed and it's easy to get lost in things and think oh what the hell am i doing this for and i'm doing this wrong and i'm doing that wrong and blah 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 but actually if you take a step back at what you're doing like you're saying referring back to start look at the picture the overall picture and go actually that bit's going well that bit's going well and also look at things that aren't going well and think, well, what can I do? And do I need to focus that much attention on that? Is it going to help me grow my business? Is yeah. it going to help me develop? And, or is it going to help me develop my clients and give a better service? Because sometimes, I guess, going forward, I suppose it would be an analogy if you've got a massive truck loaded full of stuff, but ultimately you don't need all of it. You need to keep streamlining down until you're just rolling on a really good thing that you know works for you and your business. Yeah, so you get it streamlined down because I've I've I feel like I'm, I've got so much to do and I'm, I wake up some days and I'm like oh my god, so yeah, having having it, defined it. yeah list write it down having defined oh we spoke about that before didn't we mm-hmm. having defined goals and targets and then you know where you're going so like yeah. you say now I know 
where I am now. And, and if, if people are listening, if they know where they are now, they can write down what they've done well and then identify, right, next month I need to hit this and this is the pattern of how I'm going to do it and then apply it and go and do it and yeah. keep going until you've done it. And that, that reflection tool um, that you, you talked about a second ago about looking back and seeing how far you've come and actually think, oh, wow, actually, like there's me thinking, right, I, uh, you know, I've, I haven't got a huge amount of money coming in right now. Um, but then you look back and think, oh, actually, though, compared to month one, it's this much better. And I've achieved this and my name's got out there and I've, I've got more clients and, and, and so on. Um, it's really important to do that, especially if you hit a bit of a wall, which everyone does. Even the top dogs will hit a, hit a wall and think, um, not feeling that great about my business in a minute. Have a little reflect, have a little look, and then um, you'll get a sense of direction again. I do it all the time. And um, goals-wise, I, I do month by month. Um, and I, I have like a want for the year for the business and then obviously work back. But um, month by month, I'm like, right, this is what needs to happen this month. This is the target for this. This is the target for that. And we've grown and grown and grown and grown. There aren't many months that we haven't grown. There's a probably two or three per year that plateau a little bit. Other than that, it's just, it it's grows. Um, and once you get that data, once you start to see your progression, um, you it gives you a bit of confidence and it makes you feel a bit more like you're doing the right thing yeah i, I mean i couldn't talk i can i hope he doesn't mind me bringing it up but i just want to talk about my I'm, i've got two dads not biologically one biological one non-biological dad but they're both my dads and um one of my dads is an electrician and he spent his whole life working for edf who's kind of institutionalized um and they made him redundant, which at the time really shook him to his core because he'd, he'd, he'd only known that since he was 16. I mean, that's a long time. I think they made him redundant when he was about 50. I might be wrong, but somewhere around then. So that's a long time in that industry. And when he, when he was let go, obviously he got a package and he, he could survive a bit on his money, but it really shook him to his core. And he was like, what am I going to do now? And he set, set up his own business. But when he started, I know he really struggled but he's amazing at what he does. He's so good at what he does. And the service he provides, I mean, I'm not being biased. His workmanship is just top level and he's so clean, tidy and courteous to his clients. Um, to start with, he was a bit like, oh, he worked for a load of subbies and they kind of dicked him around and stuff. Um, but now he's out on his own and he's got so busy now, he can barely keep up with it. And he's got such a good name and a good reputation and that all stems from his work ethic and him being good at what he does. Again, just as an example, but of someone that was really down and really struggled. And at some points, we weren't even sure if he was going to keep going. And that's another thing, 75% or something like that, 75% of new businesses fail in the first year. Yeah. And do you so, know what? Those ones that do fail, they don't know how close they are to it not. No, well, we touched on that before. People don't yeah. realise how close they are. But if... If if he'd given up, it would have been such a shame because he's so good at what he does. And now he's he's yeah. pushed through. And now, like I say, he can't keep up with his workload. He's got so much on. I mean, I think he's at the point where he never would, but he probably could employ a, a little junior to help him out and stuff. But again, it's a good example of just keep just keep trucking. As Dory Dory says in Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. You yeah. have to just keep going and keep the face sometimes. I think 
we've all we're all guilty of that of feeling a bit lost and not really knowing where we're going and how to keep going but i think for me when you hear stories like that i find it really inspiring it's like no you know i look at him and i'm like if he can do it i can do it every business starts in the same way no one just hits it like that no and if they do hit it like that and it's a new business i guarantee they've had other businesses before very very rare you get a business they put minimum effort in and just purely from their intelligence they just get it on day one yeah it doesn't happen like i have seen businesses that seem to appear from nowhere go boom and they're massive but they're always like the uh the dark they just burn so brightly they burn out as quick as they burn in and they don't last whatever that business is there might be just a particular niche in the market that time and they suddenly yeah but you'll find those people that that is their business. So they they fill a they fill a void, a, a demand. Um, they do well out of it. They close it down. They get the next one, um, and that's that's how they work on it. They know that it's not a, a long term thing, but their long term business plan is to have multiple businesses like that 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 stop and start and fill a gap. Um, in terms of long, so should I mean in fitness, I would identify short-term medium and long-term goals with a client so how would you would you advise businesses to do that because we've obviously i asked you at the start three, yeah no three that, exactly months, the same but... exactly the same way so you asked me a question over the next three to six months and i said you get to your big plan and work your way back um and that's how i do it so let's let's say for example um my big plan is to have um multiple shops and to have an academy and to franchise out the shops but to employ employers okay so let's say that's my big plan i then look at that and think right in what order do i need that to happen now i want to train people in an academy to a good level to feed the shops and that needs to happen after i have one maybe two shops so what i'm working on at the moment is the academy because I need to fill the other shops. I also need to recruit for like a second shop. And I also need a new shop owner to be able to franchise that out. Um, so that's my, that's my medium term is, is the academy. And then you've got my short term, which is I need educators for the academy and I need money for the academy. So I then work out how much money it's going to cost me and how many educators I need to be there and possibly how many, you know, um, people we would be training. So then I then put into plan to get people qualified to be able to teach. And even before that, mate, we're talking, what, three years now? I've been working on Laura to become an educator. So she's been doing all the in-house training anyway. Um, So I... I know what a big plan is. And then I go right medium. This is what looks over one to two years. And now what I need to work on now. And then this month, I work all the way back. And that's how far I think ahead. And the thing is, from day one, that's been my plan and my goal and my intention. Um, And that still is, and I'm still working on it. And yes, like we've said previously, you're going to do do some things that are a little bit too soon for you and maybe divert your track a little bit. Um, but that's what I would say. You've got to dream big. You've got to want it, but you've got to know where you're going. You can't just be paddling in an endless river and have no end goal. And like I say, the posts move, but you've, you only get bigger. You're only onto something bigger, you know? Um, 
So always start with a big picture and then work backwards in segments. Literally, I brainstorm, get a big piece of card in the middle, do the big picture and then work backwards. That's a good idea. Literally to a month, to a month. I wouldn't go less than a month. Um, and then your list per day, your list per day, what, what's pushing you forward, what's getting you nearer to that. So um, um, so that's how I work, mate. And it's it's always it's always worked for me. I I don't think I got that from anywhere. It's just I've always had a really strong vision of what I want to aim for. Um, and just work my way back. What do, you, what do you think about people in business that maybe have smaller goals, as in they're providing a service and they just want X number of clients and X number of turnover month to month? The same. That's your big goal. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter that your big goal might be, um, I don't know, like to be the next Apple, or it doesn't matter if your big goal is to just grow your business. It's the same business model to get there. So if you're saying, let's say um, Dom's, Dom's business, he wants uh, seven clients a day, um, five days a week, and that's your big picture. Then you work backwards from that. How do you achieve that? I've, I've kind of done that. I've got a, an idea of a, a turnover I would like to have. Mm-hmm. And then I've got my packages and I've got X amount of people per package. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's a measurable goal. And I think that's the thing. The goals need to be measurable as well, like a timeline for them. When do you want to hit them by? And if you're not getting them, why? And what can you do to steer it back towards that goal and make sure you keep hitting those targets? Otherwise, your business won't survive. That's sad. No. sad truth of it. I was just trying to run some stats because we're talking about business growth, and this isn't this isn't to gloat at all. But oh, look I, out. incoming, incoming gloating. Here it comes. <laughs> let's relate this to let's relate this to your business as an example. So go on. We've got a bit of data to you. So we I think, started. I think that's a quick before you say that, I think that's a really important thing that I didn't necessarily know much about. Um stats don't lie and and is a really date all your data and all that stuff is a really good indicator. It's good KPIs, your key performance indicators of where you're at and where you need to be. And I don't think people use them. I certainly don't. And that would be something I've learned, which would be a top tip for businesses and people starting businesses to actually look at your stats and data. And then you can use that to improve your performance. So our, our incoming stats from Chris O'Sullivan regarding and their performance. Me, me and Georgie, when we first opened, we would literally have days we wouldn't see people. We would literally have a that whole day where we'd be there and we wouldn't have one person walk in. Wow. We wouldn't have one person book an appointment online. Now, our biggest thing was online booking and and, that, and Google Ads did work for me for that. Um, because at the time, barbershops in and around Horsham weren't really doing it. So when this pandemic, pandemic happened, we didn't have to change any of that. We already had that nailed down. Um, so on the first month that me and <laughs> me and Georgie opened, we had 24 clients. 24. That's not even one a day. On our last month, which was three weeks, because um, we weren't allowed to open till a couple of days into December, and then we closed for Christmas. So it was a total of three weeks. We had 947 clients. Well, there you go. And that's not our highest. 
So I'd say we're well over a thousand. Um, That's a thousand a month. Forty-five minute appointments, you know. So that's, that's the whole three team. years. That's the whole team, yeah. That's that's uh, well, not completely because we had uh, one member of staff only there for about a week because she had to self-isolate on two occasions. Well, we know who that was, Emily. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying so, um, I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, Emily, but yeah. Yeah, so that's not that that wouldn't have been that'd have been well over a thousand. So you've had so you've had realistic uh growth. Did you sit down and go, right, I need X amount of customers, clients per month to make this work? What was your like base level? My my business plan, before you spoke about it before, was very in-depth, mate. So I forecasted for three years. I forecasted the first three years. Per day, per week, per month, how much would be coming in, when the prices would go up, when the minimum wage would go up, when people would start earning commission, um, what it would look like if people had holiday, what it would look like if someone got pregnant. Um, yeah, literally, I worked for about a year on my business plan. And for, for some people, they don't do them and are very successful as well. And would I, did I stick to my business plan completely? The main aim, the main goals, yes. Um, I had to pivot multiple times. So those um, figures, which I haven't compared for a long time, actually, I, I compared them for the first couple of years and I've stopped comparing them. So it'd be interesting to see now what they look like compared to what I forecast. Um, but maybe that's a bit over the top, but I needed to raise funds for my business. And you, you know, if you're asking for a serious amount of cash, you need a serious amount of information and yeah. realistic targets so yeah i did put a lot of time into it and, and think about it a lot i did a lot of research on business plans and and how people have been successful getting um business loans because they're they're not easy not unless you can get one of these grants like if you're young enough but i wasn't young enough so yeah i did and that's that's quite you know going back to what we're talking about today about about goals and intentions that hits both both of them um a business plan because you do set yourself goals and and you're realistic with it. And I think sometimes you, it's businesses that you've mentioned earlier that pop up and pop down, you know, if that isn't their aim, maybe a coffee shop opens and doesn't do too well and closes when, within six months. I don't think they've planned for worst, worst case scenario. So um, you, you need to know roughly what worst case scenario is what what that looks like financially so you know how long you can survive for if you have no cash if you have no cash flow if you have no cash in reserve that's what my business loan was for was to pay um for the rent and the and the wages etc i had the money for the fit um but if i just went in there with just money for the fit we wouldn't have survived so you need a bit, sometimes businesses, I mean, we can get onto that and another subject about businesses having capital or raising capital. To keep. Yeah, I think it's really important we cover that actually because it's it's one of those ones. Yeah. That maybe we talk about the, the glamour and exciting bit, but actually the nitty gritty, the numbers, you know, you've got to address it. Yeah. I've heard of loads of businesses um, where they don't have a mission statement and they don't have a business mm. plan and they don't forecast everything out and they just sort of fly by the seat of their pants. And I've heard of people that just kind of seem to be making it up as they're going along and they can make it stick somehow. Yeah, no, I, 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 I know many successes that um, haven't done a business plan, but maybe they didn't need to raise the money at the beginning. 
Um, maybe they've grown a bit slower. Maybe they haven't. We'll have pointless plants on um, soon. And I know his story. He didn't. He didn't do an in-depth business plan. Definitely not. He got, he managed to get some money. But I'll tell you what. His work ethic is ridiculous, and his passion is huge, and his mission statement is massive. So although he doesn't have a business plan in terms of numbers he might do now i don't know well um, it's like, that's that famous saying by vince lombardi isn't there the american football coach where the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary and i think that goes a long yeah. way to your work ethic work and it's the same in fitness and music oh, i can relate it to music um obviously some things you need a little bit of natural talent in, but when you hear about the amount of hard work people put in behind the scenes to get to where they are um, is quite breathtaking and incredible. And nothing generally happens by mistake ever. And it's like when you see these people doing ridiculous feats of strength, people are like, Oh my God. How is that possible? How can you do that? Well, he's just, picked up or he's just bench pressed 600 pounds because he spent the last 20 years building up to it it's not happened by mistake overnight and and i think that goes a long way in businesses as well you've got to you've got to put in the, the time but you've also got to put in the time having clear goals and being productive and i feel like i've, I've been a bit of floundering and sort of trying to throw too much out and not enough sticking at the wall i need to focus in on things and i think that's a big tip that i would like to give people is focus in on your goals what they are how you're going to get there and then drill down into it and get it done basically i think that's what we spoke about for the whole parking in empty car parks harder than a car park that's only got two spaces in it you can overcomplicate things definitely i I do that um reasonably often um and then (laughs) to think about it and think actually the answer is really simple you know um we just you know you saying some people were really successful without a business plan um i probably put too much effort into my business plan um but it was new to me as well but um and some people don't and are really successful but it doesn't mean they're not working that absolute arse off and sometimes it just might all be up here they don't need to write stuff down they know where they got to be they know what numbers they got to achieve for people not being able to see chris just pointed to his head <laughs> needs to be where oh up there yeah head. But yeah, I mean, I think for me, I mean, that we spoke about it before. Don't leave your fortune to memory. Just yeah. write, write shit down. And I'm terrible. Like, even ideas pop into my head when I'm just brushing my teeth or in the shower or whatever. And then if I don't write it down straight away, it's gone. And I, like today, I was thinking about what we were doing for the podcast and I had some really cool ideas. Mm. And then I went off, did this, did that. And then I sat down and was like, bollocks. I just can't remember any of that now. So. <laughs> Having voice memos on your phone or notes on your phone or a pad and pen near you and just jot stuff down as it comes into your head and then it's not gone. You can come back to it later if you need to, but the idea is always there to be used. So that's another good tip. Anyway, so, I've already spoken about your goals. What you know, we've mentioned a few tips and stuff, but do you know what your goal is for this year or do you know what the goal is for the next three months? Well, I have my, I've written down my, my targets and, and gro- the growth that I need to do and what I'd like to do for my short term and medium goals. Yeah. And I'm trying to stick to them. I feel like they're slipping a little bit, but I've got this month to pull it back and get it on track. And it's really about yeah. get, getting out there and, and helping people um, and identifying how I can help people. And I think for me, it's, 
businesses need to be there to solve an existing problem that somebody has. And I'm really trying to drill down into what are the problems people have and how can I help them? And that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. Come up with solutions and constantly learning um, is my goal because I've had feedback from some of my clients about the plans I've written them. And it's, again, tweaking those down and making it easy to as possible to apply for the client so they can't fail. So, deli- again, delivering a, a more streamlined service that I know is going to get results and yeah. really trying to stick to basics. Um, in fitness, there's so many options, it's ridiculous, but actually you only need a few basic things. You know, you want a toolbox with stuff in it that you know that's going to work and you don't need loads of stuff. And um, it's the same with, with working out. I mean, just getting everything streamlined down basically is my, my plan for my business. Cause I'm feeling like there's too much going on. I'm trying to juggle too many balls. So writing down my goals and sticking to them. Also, another one of my goals is to not sniff at the end of every sentence that I say. <laughs> I think I'm probably putting too many ums in there. <laughs> no, but I do have a, I have a short, medium and long term. I mean, my long-term dream plan would be to build my business up. I'd love it in like three months, get to my get a client base of retained clients that are happy and getting results that want to stay and be in my bubble and be part of my team they're in my little world and I want them to be in my world and help them out and then from there I'd like to expand it out and grow it out so I have more of an online presence and I can coach people anywhere they are I do have clients already in America and Canada and other places and it doesn't matter where the people are I can help them now due to technology so improving yeah. my online service, but one-to-one training is amazing and so rewarding. I can't wait yeah. to lock down to go so I can get back to really focusing on building that. And then long-term goal, I'd love to employ some people. I really would. I'd love to build my business up enough to have, okay, I've got t- two or three other coaches that go out and use my, they're working under my banner. And I'd love to employ people to help me on the business side as well. So I have a team that look after my accounting. I have a team that do my social media for me, all that stuff. That's like pie in the sky. But like you say, if I work towards that, and I think that could be a that could be a sort of three-year plan that I work back towards. That's my plan. But above all, just keep helping people. Thank you so much for listening to episode five. We hope you enjoyed that and you found some useful tips in there that helps your business grow and develop. Episode six will be out shortly featuring Nathan from Pointless Plants. We can't wait to bring you this one. There's some real gems of knowledge in there from a really good businessman. As always, thank you so much for listening and for all your support. Stay safe and we'll catch you soon.